Hi, welcome to the Holes of the Mark podcast show. And today I'm talking to Becky and Will Guidelson, who are owners of Tuxen Ghost Company. They run three different ghost tours and are planning to add some history tours in the future. They are also founders of the non-profit paranormal team, Tuxen Ghost Society and radio hosts of the Mysteries Explained that airs every Tuesday at 9pm Eastern on speaker.com slash user slash T-U-C-S-O-N-G-H-O-S-T-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y. Becky is also in the process of writing her first book, Haunted Tuxen, which was is released straight due around October 2019. Although they, may, they have only had the company and team since 2013, Becky has had experiences her whole life that led her to wanting to know more. Her passion grew when she saw the show Ghost Hunters on TV and saw that people actually did talk about the paranormal. She started a quest that seemed to be the path she was meant for, with opportunities approaching her. Her husband, Will, was a huge support and soon became active in the community as well. They do not claim to be experts and always continue to learn, as everyone in the field should. They started to see downfalls in the field and people doing things they shouldn't, like charging correct, not having one-to-one contact, or people concerns, and some teams, e- e- some teams even scaring the clients even, even more instead of help helping. They saw how TV and some teams yelling ghosts or worse demons, so everyone's not he- helping this field but making it a joke. They decided it's time to take back the field back in any in small trips that they could through education videos in a YouTube to the radio, radio station and finally started a Facebook page of all paranormal teams to come together and stand up for what's right a paranormal round table a bit like King Arthur I reckon they're the King Arthur and Gwendolyn of the paranormal world wouldn't you think hello Sorry, folks. They, they they thought I wasn't talking to them then, but don't worry. Right? Can you tell me about your? Can you tell me some of your paranormal experiences, please? You first, Becky. Then Will. How about you, Will? Uh, full-bodied apparition of an Indian on the top of a hill. 
I never really thought nothing of it. And since that time, I never thought anything of paranormal activity, period, until Becky decided she got her curiosity sparked by it again. I don't think it ever went away, actually. All right, well, when when she came out of the closet, (laughs) was it a big closet or a small closet? experienced a near-death experience or know anybody that has? I personally have not. Um, No, I can't say that I have. Or anybody I know that has. I'm only mentioning that because that's how I got into the paranormal world. Because I had a near-death experience myself. And before that, I didn't believe in the paranormal. But since then, I obviously do. I'm both. I think it's important to be both. What's that? I think it's important to be both. Yeah. Yeah. She's more the believer. I'm more the skeptic, and uh, I go around crushing her daydreams. (laughs) Now I'm going to ask you one odd question. Now, what is the weirdest or strangest um, spirit you've ever come across? when you do your investigations that you come across um, cryptids and Bigfoot and uh, UFOs in, in some of your um, paranormal investigations? Um, we haven't on 
cases where they claimed that they had aliens, um, but we couldn't confirm, confirm that. Um, I mean, we have, I don't think we have anyone even talk about a Bigfoot sighting out here, uh, but the UFO thing does come up sometimes, but we personally haven't had any type of interaction to where we could confirm that it was anything on that level. Some people contact us about crypto, but most of what they were contacting us about was more along the lines of fairy tale legend. Yeah. So we couldn't couldn't verify any of that either because most of it was, like I said, fairy tale legend that you stories you tell your kids to scare them into doing what you want them to do. I know, Becky. You're on the process of writing a book. Yes. How far have you got with your book? Um, I turned in some of the chapters of the book and they sent it back saying what they need revised. So I'm basically in a uh, kind of like a rewrite of it right now. So we will see if I get it done by the deadline um, to have it out this October. If not this October, then it'll definitely be next October. Do you find the process difficult? I'm with you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how, what, what inspired you to write your book? Um, in all reality, they came to me asking me if I wanted to write the book. Well, that's um, they, they, I had a publisher contact me. Uh, I guess, you know, she saw that, you know, I ran the tours out here and all that stuff. And uh, she contacted me asking me how I would feel writing, you know, the book. Being the person I am, I always take on everything that comes my way, um, which is a complaint of Will's, and I, of course, said yes, so. <laughs> now, I know you run some tours where you are. Can you tell me a little bit about them? Uh, we run a couple different tours and uh, different things. Um, we started the tour company out here in Tucson in 2013. And it started just with the walking tour, the ghost tour. And then we expanded into a ghost experience and a driving tour. And we're going to be adding a history tour, um, most likely this year, and hopefully a couple other tours that we're trying to put together and figure out what exactly we want to do. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We do a lot of special events, too, to where we work with different companies and you know, we do ghost hunting events with them, and a lot of educational stuff. Do you find that with the tours that you um, get different kind of clients? Yeah, we, we don't have any specific. 
Yes, there's people in where you are in the States and it is yeah. over here. I mean, we do have it over here, but not on the scale over there. I mean, you dig it, you do it Mega Man. You do it like, you know. On, if it was an Olympic event for Halloween, I think you would win it all, every time. Now, do you, do you find that sometimes groups don't always share locations? Let's say that you found a very interesting location. Um, it was really good results, so good, good EVPs and stuff like that. Would you share it or would you keep it to yourself? quite agree with you that I, I mentioned this because I know it can be somewhat of a problem because I've talked to other people while doing my various podcasts and I find that, um, that, 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 that they, well they can't obviously mention names but they, they say there are certain groups that get very very funny I know you like a good, you, you've got a very interesting background that you like to do the historical side of your paranormal and I think that's very fascinating. What is the oldest historical part that you've come across where you are? Stuff, more the history, he loves the historical stuff, and so do I. Uh, but the 
history plays a huge part in what we do, and we actually get really sad when they tear down, you know, some of these historical places because you're tearing down our past. Imagine we would like to come over here in the UK. You would find some very fascinating history. <laughs> what, have you got any previous backgrounds that helped you help you in the paranormal field like you've done something in your past you think, and it enhances your skill in any way psychic abilities yourself? Oh, what's that again? Have you got any psychic abilities? Me personally, no. Um, I, I, I think being, being a skeptic, I, I, it, it's got to be cut and dry and right in front of my face. Or, so, I, I actually need solid proof for me to believe there's something there something I, I can't explain. How about you, Becky? <laughs> You're looking at me. Tends, tends to lean towards the sensitive side. Yeah. I'm, I seem to be more sensitive. I don't want to call myself a psychic or anything like that. Um, but I, I do tend to be able to sense where things are, and I can also tend to sometimes sense things about either the um, there's been cases that we've been on to where, and, and this was one of the last residential cases we did, was I was telling Will, the clients had left the house, and we were investigating the house, and with the run-through, I kept telling him, it's not the house, it's the people. And as soon as the people came back, that's when the activity picked up, and I looked at Will, and Will looked at me, and I ended up pulling the uh, mother outside and talked to her, and sure enough, it basically dealt with her. She was in denial, but it was basically her. And so I had to help her through on how to understand, you know, her abilities and what she can do to calm the environment. But it's like things like that. I get sensitive to certain things to where I kind of know what to look for and kind of know what direction to go. I've got a theory, I don't know if you've heard of this theory, that um, our ability to connect with 
cryptids or ghosts or Bigfoot comes from early man because early man had to be perceptive to his environment and I think that part of the, the brain is still in us and some people are able to tap into that more than others. What do you, what is your theory what ghosts are? I know you said that you don't like people calling um, things demons, and I quite agree with you. I think there's a lot of angry ghosts, and because if you're angry in life, you're bound to be angry in death. I do believe there are such things as demons. I'm not dismissing it, because otherwise there wouldn't be a, a unit in the Vatican that does exorcisms. They wouldn't exist if it didn't, they didn't they didn't know that demons existed. But what? It's one of the reasons why we did the whole take the paranormal field back is because of TV shows and teams coming up now that are following in the footsteps of these TV shows. Everything's being more demonic. And, well, and the whole time we've done this, we've never come across anything demonic. Negative, yes, but demonic, no. Yeah, I, I think that's what, that is where the confusion is coming from, isn't it? And I quite agree with you. I, I think it's time to stop this. If if it generally believe it is a demon, I think you would know the difference between a very naughty ghost and a demonic ghost. I thought you was going to break into Walt Disney then. I thought you was going to do. I thought you was going to do a bit of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. 
så var jeg smart. Well, I have a friend that likes to interfere with my podcast now and again, but they're not—they're not demonic. They're just—they're just a bit naughty. They just—they just play jokes on me, and I don't mind. It keeps me company, because I think the more I try to not aggravate it and try to say, "Oh, thank you very much," I think they appreciate it more than me trying to say, "Oh, you shouldn't do this." You know what I mean? Very true, very true. So, you know, that's one of the many problems with this field is respect has gone out the door. Yes, I think, as I said before, it's such a shame. I mean, I'm, I'm only a minor player in the paranormal world, as I said. I would love to go on investigation, but because of my disabilities, it's a bit hard. But I, I often mention to people, I wonder if like, people like me could go on like a virtual ghost tour. I wonder if that's possible. I wonder if someone would be able to do that. I think that is something that could hold potential. I mean, I haven't got the technology, but I'm sure somebody out there, if they're listening, would. Well, this is my idea. Why don't you do like a virtual ghost tour where people like myself, although we can't physically be there, we can interact in ways. We can say, oh, what's that over there? Well, that's some kind of thing. Obviously, in a microphone, so it doesn't interfere with the um, uh, output of uh, any um, EVPs or anything like that. I think it's worth putting it out there because, as I say, there must be loads of people like me who would love to do it, but obviously can't. Can you tell me a little bit more about your radio show? Mystery, 
Mystery uh, Explained, isn't it? Mystery Explained has been on air now for, gosh, going on three years. Uh, it started on a local station here in Tucson that was kind of like a online station. And we didn't really fit into that network, though, because that network was more like heavy metal music, and we were like the only paranormal talk show. Uh, so we had switched over to what was called Voice Perry Network, which was a paranormal network with all kinds of paranormal shows. And then that network went bye-bye, so we decided to open up our own network, which is now the Tucson Ghost Company. And uh, we lost one host along the way, and Will stepped up to be the co-host. He was kind of like the third co-host for a while, and then now he's completely just me and Will. And it's going good. You know, we're, we had to learn how to do everything on our own. But I think we've got it now. I think we got the kinks out. And we usually bring on uh, other teams. And then at least once a month, we bring on a paranormal celebrity. And uh, we've gotten to talk to some really cool people in the field that I'm thrilled that we got the chance to talk to. Well, I, I do my podcast. My podcast is very technical. I normally either do it from an Amazon Fire tablet or a smartphone. That's my technology. I use everything, free apps. I don't use anything else. I haven't got a great big studio somewhere with lots of mixers and whatever. So it comes out as it comes out. And I think I'm doing all right. Do you, do you find that do you find the radio um, frees you up a little bit more? You can say things. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, rude things, but you can. You can be a bit more liberal with questioning than that. Right. Yeah. There's no censorship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm trying to be polite. I thought. Yeah. I've. I've got shows where I have been swearing, but I always say explicit before I do anything. I I I also, I, I if you do, look me up, I I I do a horror host as well, called Ghostman Horror Host Podcast UK. You you might think you might find it a little bit creepy. Oh, you haven't. Yes, I think I think the trouble is the people we say that the films and t- um, games are the heaviest influences, but the heaviest influence everybody watches every day that's real violence, real death, real everything. It's called the news. Oh yes, it is. And that that's real life, and we are we and we. I'm not being funny. We have no, we've had knife attacks over here, and um, people have died. And you say, "Oh God, not another one." You don't mean it like that. But like you, you know yourselves over in the states, you know, you get desensitized yeah. to the crime. Yeah, and that's a, that's going to stop the violence and the murders and 
as you just pointed out, you watch the news over there and you got a big stab in the back. Yeah, so just tell them next time when you're talking about I'm not a fan of guns, I'll put my hands up for that. But that's you're entitled to your opinion, I'm entitled to mine. But um, as you say, it's not of ninety percent of the time. It's the person that's holding the weapon, not the weapon. Yeah. No, oh, it's scary, scary. It's really. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I'm. I, I feel sorry for the youngsters growing up today. I know I'm not old, old, but I feel ancient sometimes. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, this world is a scary place, and it's respect is definitely out the door in many ways and many levels. Now, do you? I, I imagine you have to fit this into your day-to-day -day working lives that you do for um, your because uh, most people have to have uh, got. If anyone has got illusion, you're going to be a rich millionaire doing paranormal. I can mention it now. Don't bother. Imagine it's hard if you've got kids and things as well uh, to fit it all in. Sometimes. Not all the time, though. I mean, we had, um, the month of October was, of course, insane. I don't think we had time to breathe in the month of October. Uh, but November and December usually calms down paranormal-wise. Personal-wise is when it goes crazy because of the holidays. Uh, but... Now, have you got any other hobbies outside of the paranormal world? Any what outside of the paranormal world? Hobbies. Pastimes. Oh. Um, Sorry, you, you just you cut out so we couldn't hear you. <laughs> that's okay. Well, Becky's a huge Disney fan. Yes. I would live at Disneyland if I could. <laughs> so, most of our vacations tend to rotate around that. And paranormal. <laughs> So, people listening to the podcast would like to know where they could find you. And obviously, mention your tours, because my podcast goes out a lot to American people that listen to it anyway. So, you might as well mention it while you're here. Well, uh, you can find us pretty much on every social media out there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. 
Um, on Facebook, you can find us under, there's four different pages we run. Tucson Ghost Society, Tucson Ghost Company, Mysteries Explained, and then our newest, The Paranormal Roundtable. On Twitter, it's at Mysteries Radio, and on Instagram, it's just personal accounts. You can find me basically under Becky McKinney Guideson and Will under Will Guideson. And then our website, of course, which is TucsonGhostTour.com. We do the Tucson Ghost Tour, Tucson Ghost Experience, Tucson Haunts, and then, of course, Mysteries Explained every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spreaker. And then you can find us on YouTube also. Yes, under Tucson Ghost Company, which is where we put a lot of our educational videos up on. And I think that covers everywhere that you can find us. I believe so. <laughs> now, I usually ask my guests before they go, I go, I like to do like a unique sign-off. Now, would you, Becky Will, be willing to do a unique sign-off? Now, it's your choice what you wish to do. So you can go first, Becky, and you can go second, Will, and I'll go last. Okay, put me on the spot, thanks a lot. That's okay, I'm very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> a unique sign-off. I don't know any, and I do need to know. But <laughs> what do you think this means to them? Oh, until next time, remember, you are never truly alone. I like that. And now your turn, Will. Mine is pretty simple. It's as always, tune in, listen, <laughs> and come back and join us. Right. Are you ready for mine, young people? Sure. <clears throat> Just clear me throat. <clears throat> Thank you, Becky and Will, for being on my show. I hope you don't find a ghost at Disneyland, you know, because poor Mickey Mouse will have to run on fear. He'll have to find Donald Duck. And go somewhere on your tours to hide away. So thank you for being on my show. It's very nice of you to talk to me, you know. So folks, go on their tours. Look them up. And when Becky reads a book, hopefully I'll be able to read a chapter or two. That's up to her. So thank you for being my guest. <laughs>